Hi, welcome to COVID Trot. We are your hosts, Maddie Yashar and Sophia Fee. We are excited to explore the world with you. Have you ever wondered what it was like to live somewhere different? From different states to different countries across the globe, you'll find out in this week's episode. In this week's episode, we will talk about someone from a different country with a different background and how COVID affects their everyday life. To start off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? What school do you go to? What are you studying? And anything that is relevant to you. Hello, my name is Matthew. I'm from Bermuda. I currently am studying communications at Wilfrid Laurier University in Ontario. That sounds really cool. Um, I've always wanted to go to Bermuda, but I've heard the COVID situation has been crazy. Yeah, these last few weeks especially, it's really, it's picked up quite a bit. How did the pandemic affect life in Bermuda back in March of 2020? Returning home um, around the time of the, when the pandemic was really affecting Bermuda, I was really able to compare to how life was before the pandemic. And you can, I was really able to see the differences how drastically it changed life <clears throat> as, as it did with most of the world. But we, we were in a lockdown for a while as again, with most of the world, but we, we were able to come out of it pretty fast. And we had a series of phases, uh, that we followed as an island, which are like, which are like a set of rules with, um, regulations and restrictions such as like limits on gatherings and all that. But um, I found as we worked through those four phases, um, when it got to like the later phases, we actually went through it quite, quite fast. So in the beginning, it was life was pretty different and slow, but we like to the later parts of it we, as an island came together pretty fast and um work through the pandemic but you know still a threat and still there it's just we had it quite well under control i must say i definitely think that's different than what we have here i mean if you think about it our lockdown was from how long march to like end of may or something it was really long yeah there were not very many rules besides just stay in your house that was kind of it yeah I was going to say, Matt forgot to mention this, but um, we in Bermuda, the airport was shut down for quite some time. So you physically could not enter or leave the island. So that was really the main success to them being able to reopen so quickly was they just said no tourists, no nothing. And then upon reopening, they... Um, they they still have this in place but you have to get tested on like your second and fifth day like they they continue to test you as you stay on the island to make sure that like you know proper contact tracing and um just um that you don't have the virus yeah, I mean, that's definitely different from what we have here, but I feel like besides the quarantine rules about like going from state to state or going from different place to different place, you need to quarantine, but I feel like there's no real way to track that and the tests are definitely an effective methodology. 
Yeah, definitely. The next question is, how is the second wave of lockdown going on the island? second wave of lockdown is actually, the best way to summarize it is, it is quite similar to the first wave, but also quite different. As in, we, like the restrictions and the uh, and reintroduction of the phases are very similar, but our progress into the next phases, like phase to phase, is quite slow compared to as it was last year. But I believe with, as it did last year, as we get into the later phases, it will probably go a little bit faster. Um, it's not much to worry about. So it is still very similar. But um, one big thing was our <clears throat> main lockdown period of the pandemic. And our second wave was definitely a lot shorter than it was in the first wave. So first wave was around like two months. This time is around like only one month or three or four weeks. So that is definitely one big difference between the two waves. I mean, having the fact alone by just having two waves is definitely something that I feel like we could never do here because so many people lost their jobs and there were so many negative effects in the first lockdown that I don't know how as a country we'd be able to go into a full second lockdown. I don't know if you'd agree with me, Maddie, but I feel like if we did go into a full second lockdown, like the one in early 2020, the country might have a large collapse. I completely agree. I also don't think that anybody here would listen and like actually go back into that second lockdown because I think for the most part, and I mean, I'm sure even Matt would agree, um, everyone is just so sick of not being able to live their lives the way they want to anymore. Right. I agree. Our next question is, what is the island doing to manage all of the college and boarding school students coming home? from all over the world in the next few weeks. Hello, the island is uh, doing quite well managing college and boarding school students, along with other travelers who return or visit Bermuda. As an island, it's quite a priority to us to have um, to maintain and control imported cases from travelers and people returning home. And from what I've experienced, it's actually quite well done. Um, They try and balance out proper management and also freedom, which I find is good, rather than just like a strict two weeks quarantine. You can't go anywhere or whatever. But um, there's... When you return, you have to take... You have to get a test before you come back and a test when you land. So by come back, I mean um, before you fly. Uh, and then after your test, when you return, you would get that test back like by the end of the day or beginning of the next day. And then you have to do a series of other tests, so around four after that. And within each, t- like throughout the two weeks, um, and after each test, once you receive your positive result, you're able to um, access more activities or you have less restrictions than what you would have before. 
But then there's also the option where if you wish to not、um, follow and do all those tests, you would just have to wait for two weeks and self-isolate, quarantine somewhere, and just wait for those. And, but I went with the option with、uh, the tests, and it was, it was quite well done, I must say. Like,、uh, they email you, keep you updated. Um, make sure you know like what time and where to go to test, and then once you get to the testing facilities, like everybody was social distancing.、Um, it was the same like nurses, doctors there would do the tests, and it's quite well、um, managed. I must say, it's a very like fast and efficient system. I can say that from traveling, the worst part during these past this past year and a half has been you have to quarantine from everywhere you go, which loses another two weeks. So if you go on a trip, that's a week, and then you have to quarantine and be home from school for another two weeks. The entire effort is just so much more than it was in the past. So having the option to get tested, I feel like, is definitely beneficial for all the people living there and just to better the life of everyone. And then I also thought that it was very interesting. The fact that the testing sites were very organized, because from my personal experience, when my sister had to go get tested, my family had to wait in a line super early in the morning. The line was really long; it was outside. There were sick people everywhere. You could get COVID from probably just standing in the line. I feel like having more effective testing sites. I guess here in New Jersey is maybe a little bit different than other places in the United States, but I feel like definitely having efficient testing. Is a key way to success, and looks like Bermuda is doing well with that. Oh, definitely. Like I, I think, you know, for the most part, I'd say with vaccine rollout here, they were much more organized、mm-hmm. versus how they were handling the just the tests.、Um, yeah. But also, just as a little background piece for、um, our viewers,、um, boarding school is actually a very huge part of. Um, Bermudian culture. Like when I tell you, more than half of my year group was gone. Like between eighth grade and ninth grade, I lost like almost half of my grade because they were going to boarding schools.、Um, so Bermuda has much more. Um, people coming in and out of the island, which is why having such an efficient system like they have in place now is so key in keeping them down in the case numbers. Yeah, that's definitely really interesting. And on the topic of vaccinations, we know here that getting the vaccine was sort of difficult for the first few months, obviously because they were prioritizing certain people over others. And now that it seems to be open to anyone above sixteen plus. How has the island prioritized giving out vaccines compared to the U.S. or maybe just how they've been administering vaccines differently? The island has、uh, prioritized giving out vaccines. Honestly, their whole again, their whole、um, management of vaccine distribution is quite well done. In the beginning, they gave it out to strictly elderly and frontline workers, and soon after, they just made it. Uh, they gave the choice for anybody to get it, and I mean, this was also due to our small size that we're able to do this effectively. But it was quite well done.、Um, obviously, in the beginning, it may have been a little difficult to 
get the vaccine. You may have to wait like a couple weeks. But when I returned, I was able to get my vaccine this, the day after I, uh, or sorry, my first dose of the vaccine, the day after I finished my quarantine. Um, so yeah, it was, they, they do it quite well. Um, they really just leave it to, to free choice and leave it up to the person to decide if they're willing to get the vaccine or if they don't want to. That's definitely good to know, and I haven't been vaccinated myself, but from hearing it from my peers and my family members, I heard that the experience wasn't as painful as getting tested. Maddie, since you got the vaccine, how would you feel about that statement? Yeah, they were so much more organized as well, and that's the thing with Bermuda, actually, is once they they hit a point where they were like, screw appointments, if you want a vaccine, just line up outside this um, building. Yeah. And I guess... I think that's what Matt ended up doing because, I mean, I, I kind of think that, you know, at this point, most of America who wants to be vaccinated has been or is mm-hmm. either waiting to be of age to get it. So I feel like it should just be walk-ins at this point if that's working. I have a feeling that we'll get there at some point. I think they're just waiting a little longer to make sure that all the people eligible first are getting it and then, you know, as stuff opens up. But, um... Our next question is, we know that Bermuda handled the pandemic so well last summer and was one was more or less able to operate as if the virus wasn't an issue. What do you think caused everything to go south a year later? I agree that the island handled the pandemic quite well last summer. Um, and I must say, uh, for it to go bad this year, as it did with many other countries. There, there are many reasons as for, like, why the pandemic and the second wave of lockdown has occurred again, or continued. Um, I'd say one big reason is just because the virus is so complex and is mutated, and which affects its spread and how it affects us. And that's one big issue, and it's not really much we can like the government and people can do about it except adapt and um adjust and i find uh marina governments has tried their best with it they're doing their best to keep cases low and allow the country out of to get out of the pandemic as, as other countries are trying but um other than just the virus, I'd say one big problem is that the uh, government's plan focused a lot on herd immunity and the island uh, getting vaccinated, the population of the island getting vaccinated, majority. Um, and that's kind of a problem because many people on the island do like do not agree with the vaccine or do not want to take it which is like which is fine because at the end of the day it's similar to a political vote it's everybody's personal decision but I believe the government kind of mistook some people and assumed that it'd be very easy to achieve herd immunity the majority of the population achieving being vaccinated but um They've, in recent times, like, they've soon adjusted to that. And, uh, but, um, 
that's one big problem because then also people's some some people's um lack of ability to follow some of the restrictions but you have those types of people everywhere in the world uh and that's a problem too like one one person could put the whole island into lockdown for two weeks or something it's just how the island is unfortunately but um other than that i'd say even still this year it's it's getting better it's definitely getting better um more and more people are getting vaccinated and uh changing their minds or deciding to go out and do it um yeah the we're soon entering phase two on mother's day so we're slowly again opening back up as we did last year yeah so that was definitely pretty shocking but most of the island is very very against getting the vaccine and as matt pointed out that will definitely throw off the um goal of herd immunity because um at the end of the day it's either you wait for everyone to get sick and either die or get the antibodies or you get as many people to get the vaccine as possible um so that definitely is a huge challenge yeah and i mean especially if the majority of the people are against the vaccine i feel like the more and more people who are against it people are just going to ban bandwagon and go all together and everyone will be feeling the same way about something which will cause more people and i feel like the entire thing could erupt but hearing about how well they did last march and may when every other country seemed to be in more of distress than bermuda i feel like they'll be able to be okay especially if the island is smaller than other countries yeah definitely their size um definitely helps them because it's so much easier to manage things right Okay, so our last question is, how do you feel about the protests that are currently going on in Bermuda against the vaccine? Personally, I feel the protests in Bermuda against uh, the vaccine were quite... They were a little bit selfish and forced, I must say. Um, Many of them were protesting because they don't want people with the vaccine to be treated different or like better than people without the vaccine which is true but like they have to realize that the vaccine is protecting the individual really um and just with how the pandemic is it's the same as if you were returning home and decided to take five tests when you returned or you decided not to um if you take those tests you're able to return back to life faster sorry return back to normal life faster and safely without affecting other people but if you just if you didn't then you just have to accept the restrictions that you must go through so i find that's very comparable to people taking the vaccine people who are vaccinated will be able to return to normal life a lot faster and quickly and people who don't
think the vaccine must take that into account, like, or into their choice or decision that, like, they're going to have to wait a bit longer to return back to normal life. Um, Because at the end of the day, again, it's still a personal choice whether or not the individual takes the vaccine or or not. Um, But they must take in with their decision the thought of if they really want to return to normal life, then this right now is the fastest way to do that. I think the biggest incentive and the biggest thing that I took away from what Matt just said is people will do anything to have their life back to normal like pre-COVID. And I think that's why so many people here really want to get the vaccine because they're so eager to get back to life like how it was and how we all remember it to be without the masks and without the quarantine and all that. So I think that's why maybe so many people are getting it here. And maybe in Bermuda, people don't see it as something like that because they feel as though they've gotten used to life. I mean, we'll never really know inside of how someone else thinks about it, but I think that could definitely be a factor. Definitely. I I think, cause you know, I mean, obviously there are people here who aren't as eager to get the um, vaccine because they don't entirely like know everything about it. Like, you know, they want to wait until more tests are done and stuff, but, um, you know, having lived in Bermuda for nine years, I can attest that they hate change mm-hmm. and they will be in denial for quite some time. And, right. you know, I, I say that coming from a good place. You know, I, I'm not trying to change anyone's minds, but they don't like change ever. You know, things have been a certain way there for years and years and years. And, you know, throwing this new vaccine with, chemicals you know that they're telling you to inject into your body they're they're gonna there's gonna be some lash back i mean i definitely i mean especially now that you're saying it that makes complete sense uh this whole experience of the pandemic has been a shock to everyone and no one saw it coming so people that are maybe not so able to see change and see how things are changing and see what's going to happen in the future, this could definitely be something hard for them to, to see and put, you know, wait, I don't, I don't like how I said that. Let me try that again. Wait, um, based off of, wait, nope. Based off what Maddie said, I definitely feel like the entire situation of people being more anti the COVID vaccine in Bermuda makes sense because if people are unwilling to change, there's no way people are going to be willing to put something new that's been tested for less than a year into their body. So I understand their perspective, but based on what Matt said about like, it'll take longer to go back to normal life, that also is a big factor. So I see both point of views and they're both very clear and I understand where both people are coming from. Definitely. It's like the ultimate moral dilemma. Yeah. Completely. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for coming on to COVID Trot. We really appreciate your feedback and answers. And that's it. We'll see you next episode. Bye. Bye.